What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Long Game Podcast hosted by Thomas Kopelman and Trayton DeVore. In each episode, you'll hear us break down financial topics that are relevant to the lives of millennials and other young professionals. Our goal is to help bring credible financial information to you in short, bite-sized episodes. Thomas Kopelman and Trayton DeVore are the co-founders and financial planners at All Street Wealth. All opinions expressed by Thomas and Trayton are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of All Street Wealth. This podcast is for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It should not be considered advice. Please consult with your financial advisor, tax, legal, and any other advisors you have before making any decisions regarding your financial plan. All right, what's up and welcome back everyone to another episode of the Long Game Podcast. Today, Trayton's back after we just realized about five months <laughs> of being on a little break. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. It's been a minute. I'm glad to be back. I know. Me too, man. I'm excited for this one. I feel like we're like the Nelk boys now. We're hitting an internal <laughs> podcast. Like, right. if only. I wish, man. But um, this one this one should be fun. So uh, for everybody, we're going to give you guys, I think, a little update on All Street um, I think it's really interesting how much has changed for us and our firm since we launched in our vision and where we're going with it. So I, I get so many people asking what we plan to do, and I think it'll be fun to update on that. We're going to talk about um, the course that we're launching here in the next you know month or two. We'll probably start there. Um, and then if we still have some time, we'll maybe answer a few questions. Yep. So maybe let's kind of just start with um, let's start on the course. I mean, I think this was really your, I think we've talked about building a course this whole time, but a lot of this has really been your vision. So I'm going to let you talk about it. Yeah. Cause I mean, like the reason, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to be a financial planner in the first place was to share like financial education and content that's specifically for our generation, like people in their twenties yeah. and thirties. Um, and both of us have been doing that, like since the beginning, like that's how we've grown our brands and grown the business is through content. Um, but I've also always wanted to like put together like a whole class and kind of like emulate it as a, um, just kind of like the financial education that we didn't get in school. And I think that like messaging just like really connects with people because almost everyone knows that we should have some sort of personal finance education in school. And even though some places like require it now, and it's in a lot of high schools and a lot of, um, colleges as an elective, I still don't think that sort of education and that style of teaching is very applicable because if you're a senior sitting in either in high school or if you're like a freshman, sophomore in college, like all that stuff that they're talking about in that class doesn't really apply to you at that situation. So you're probably just not really going to pay attention that much. And then when those things do come up in life, you might remember it. But chances are, because you weren't applying it when it was being taught, that's just going to kind of like slowly fade away over time. Um, so like yeah. with All Street Academy, because we've worked exclusively with people in their 20s and 30s, like we've seen hands on how things work in clients' lives and what works for some people and what doesn't work for other people. And we just had like really good, true firsthand experience with managing people's money in their 20s and 30s. Um, so I think Academy is going to be really really applicable and be something that doesn't exist out there right now. Cause it's like financial education and financial planning coming from actual financial planners. It's not someone who paid off debt and then they like learned all this stuff, which is still great, but it's coming more from like a actionable, like this is what we're doing with clients. This is what we've seen works and this is how to go about it. Um, so I yeah. think it's going to be really cool. Yeah. A few points that you hit on that I think are really important. I think 
first one is that when we started all street, right? Like our vision was to be non-exclusive, help young people. And, um, you know, I I think what we realized is it's really hard to do that. Like there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of people who really are early on who can afford it and um, get the time they need. Cause like, you know, a 22 year old, they might need a ton of time in the beginning. They have to learn all of the basics. They have to get it set up. They have to manage it. And then they're kind of fine for a while, right? They probably don't need an ongoing planner. And that's something that we really realize is like who we're attracting from all street is more of the people in their twenties and thirties that are really high income, really high net worth. And they're the people who stick with us because they need the (laughs) ongoing help. And so our shift has been, we don't want to leave out these people who are early on. Like we have a huge passion for helping these people early on. Um, but it, the right model to do it is not to be ongoing working with us. Like, I just feel like for somebody who's 23, single W2, whatever, like after I help them in the beginning, they don't really need my help for a while. And so if I keep them as an ongoing client, I'm kind of doing a disservice to them because there's only so much you can be helping those people with, but also to get the time to meet with us for multiple meetings, get it set up, all the education they need is a lot of times more than they want. And so what we realize is we can really package that into a course that has, videos, it has writing, it has structure. So they'll learn everything from like how to set automation with your finances, your company benefits to saving for goals, to the insurances that you need. And then it'll basically wrap up at the end with here's how to make your own financial plan. So people can be on their way. And then, you know, when they hit their thirties or, you know, late twenties and they have more income and more complexity, that's when they can go meet with a financial advisor. And um, I'm really excited about that. But I also think that your point too, of like, you know, there is education in high school now. And some of that stuff is like, I don't think that's the solution. Like, I know I'm the, I'm the opposite of most people. And everybody's like, we need more education. We need more financial education in high school. It's like, I I was in high school not that long ago. I took an accounting class. I did these things. I remember nothing. I didn't mm-hmm. like people learn when they need to learn. So, Hey, I just graduated college. Now I got to manage my finances. That is when they're going to learn because they have no choice, but to learn. And so yeah. I think where this course makes sense is like, Hey, that, Hey, I'm just graduating college. Like parents, I think this would be a great gift to their kids. I also think it'd be a great thing to buy. Cause it's going to be like 150 bucks. Like we're not selling this to be this really high ticket item thing. The goal is really to help people. And I think anybody can find a way to afford $149 to yeah. make that work, which I think is really important. Or it could be, hey, I'm 28. I've been messing around. I haven't taken my finances seriously. Now I need to go learn. Like it's not really exclusive to new college graduates or high school graduates who are just starting their job. I think it's exclusive to people who say, I need to learn what to do. And I'm going to take this seriously. I'm going to go through this. I'm going to set it myself and then I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I've like, I've thought so much about the pricing because I mean, like, because I want to have something for someone at any income level and like 150 like 200 somewhere around there like feels like the right kind of amount for for me because we put out so much free content that i mean someone could take all the stuff that we that we've written compiled it probably write a whole book with it and then never have to pay a financial advisor or anything and just take all the stuff that we've already put out there um but also what i've seen is that it's hard to like find value in something that's free. And then when people pay for it, they're more likely to use it and get value from it. So like charging a little bit for the course is kind of like a reason behind that is like, yeah, this stuff, like there's financial education all over the internet. Like we're not going to be teaching anything brand spanking new that's never been said before. We're just like putting it in context and making it more actionable for someone that they can watch these videos go out and like, we'll be going like, 
kind of like step by step throughout the whole thing throughout all the videos um well i think i yeah. think like, I, I think like one thing is okay say i'm a young kid right like and i'm not comparing myself to this example exactly but like say i'm a young kid and i'm like i want to get better at basketball right like i could go find joe schmo's program online that i know nothing about and i'm not going to buy in at all for you know free or i could go buy kobe's mamba mentality for 99 dollars, and i paid the money I'm listening to somebody who I know knows their stuff and I want to be like, and I want to get the knowledge from them. I'm going to go follow that. And so like, I think what it does is we have a lot of people who follow us now, a lot of people who really appreciate the content we create, a lot of people who think that we're really knowledgeable and hopefully we are. And, you know, so they're going to buy in and say like, they know what we're doing. I'm bought in. I'm going to follow this and I'm going to put behind a system. And we're not going to pretend that like nobody knows more than us. There's not other good program. I don't know any other good programs or things to follow out there, but I think there's just part of like people like what we talk about. And so they want to follow somebody that they like and they know, and that's going to help them buy in. Like, I think that's also a huge part of it as well. Yeah. And like, even within the course, because um, we can, because we have full control over it. Like we're creating this from scratch. We're recording all the videos. We're editing all the videos, putting the whole course together. Um, So a nice thing is that, we can add context below our videos. So it's like, if we're talking about investing, we're not going to go through every single piece of every single decision you have to make with investing, but we're also going to have like curated resources right there from like people that we listen to and people that we learn from. So it's like, if you want to go further, here's a really good resource and something that we've kind of like vetted ourselves that, yeah, if you go over here, this is good information. Um, Mm -hmm. That's also like a second layer of it as well. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. I hope um I think there's going to be a really good market for young people who are going to want this. I really think that it would make a lot of sense for parents to gift this to their kid for graduation. Um, mm-hmm. I also think that, you know, we're excited about potentially universities buying it of like, you know, we've talked to Butler, you talked about your university of, hey, you know, you want to buy a thousand seats for graduates at a discounted rate to allow them to go through this. And then lastly, we want to go to some employers and say, hey, mm-hmm. we can, you know, we can give you guys this course for a discounted rate for your employees. And we also can make, you know, we can go over your benefits and highlight your specific benefits for your employees. So I think there's a lot of impact that this can have and I really hope it goes well. I also think it's part of the reason why like we're so adamant about social. Like not only does social drive people to us that are new clients, but I think that building a big social following allows us to educate and impact more people, funnel yeah. more people to this course who then can also learn. Because I, I mean I really think that if you take away like five things from a course for $150, I mean, the the impact that that will have down the road for you by doing the right things you didn't know about is massive. Yeah, 100%. And especially with this being all centered around money, like a couple wrong decisions throughout your 20s and 30s and a couple right decisions can put you on a completely different path in the future. So hopefully, hopefully the course kind of helps people get that foundation. And I think it should work pretty well. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see how it turns out with us doing everything in-house. I mean, I think that's something that surprised everybody is that like, we literally do every single thing that we do in-house, like, you know, and we all, we just divide and conquer what we're good at. And, you know, I think it's been really cool that we just dive in and learn it and do it. And, you know, most of the things have worked so far. Yeah. It's crazy. Baptized by fire. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to add on the course? 
Um, I don't think so. Maybe we'll have another episode like once we have the whole thing recorded and we know a little bit more about what all is going to be in it, but should be, about, I would say within like the next month, two months, definitely before, before graduation this year. I want to make an, yeah, I want to make an offer in here, uh, that we haven't talked about. So hopefully you're cool with this, but <laughs> I think our podcast listeners are our biggest fans. And so, um, I think we should let five people who reach out to us from this podcast have the course for free as long as they give us an honest review of, of how they feel like it went. Um, I think that that's a good starting point. It's good to get reviews. And I also think it's good to give back to the people who are kind of like most committed to us and our brand and what we do. Definitely. Um, so if you want to be that person, hit us you, up. Message you on Twitter. Or what's the best way to do that? Yeah. Message uh, either of us on Twitter and we'll keep track and you'll be the first one to kind of get the copy as it comes out. Yep. I like that. Uh, but I hope, hopefully it's people who need it too. Like, I don't necessarily want this to be, maybe if it's a young financial advisor, because I also, the other thing I think that this is beneficial to that we haven't talked about is like, when I first started, I, I was at a broker dealer, I did not get the education that I needed. I learned on the insurances. So I, I had some good things, you know, maybe they tried to teach me how to sell, but I didn't learn financial planning. And so I just had to find all of those things for young financial planners who are getting started, who are going to work with people in their twenties. This would be an amazing resource of what to learn to go help these people on. Um, mm -hmm. and, I, and I think that's something a lot of advisors don't necessarily think about. Like I actually bought a program from a guy my first year that took you through all of these different, just like mine more so was not the learning side of like, how do I run meetings? How do I talk to people? How do I ask the right questions? And like, that was right for me because I had, I was finding the other stuff there. But I also think like, if I had an option there of something to buy to teach me, like, I didn't know anything about emergency funds or where high yield savings accounts or mm -hmm. what Roth IRAs or company benefits or anything. I knew none of that. If I had a place that could just teach me it, I for sure would buy it for $150. Definitely. And yeah, I mean, that's basically what the course is going to be is like personal financial planning for yourself. And it's going to be walking through what we're doing with our clients. So yeah, hundred percent, another younger advisor, yeah. someone trying to get into the business, like could take that and like use that as their kind of foundation for, for their own client processes. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so, okay. Well let's, uh, make a pivot to kind of all street. So, um, I, I think all streets kind of been a wild ride since we've started. I mean, if we just kind of look at the shift that we had, like when we very first started, it was kind of like, Hey, we're going to work with like, you know, pretty basic, like for you, it was like creatives, like probably, you know, Hey, I, I kind of am, you know, just doing my own thing, maybe making hundred thousand dollars freelance. Mm -hmm. And I was more so working with like, Hey, you know, I'm a W2 employee. Maybe we're making a hundred, $200,000 a year. So our fee structure was literally like 150, 200 and 250 a month or something like that. Then we started and then naturally, like who we've started to grow with is like super high income, pretty, like pretty high net worth, pretty high revenue business owners. And so like, we've totally shifted. And I think what I've found over the last four or five years is that like the, the more simple the person is that I work with, the more likely they are to fall off in a subscription model because they feel that money coming out every month. And let's say, you know, you have a $1,500 a month surplus and you're paying us 300 of that, like all right, well, that, that's a pretty good, that's 20% of your surplus is going to us. And then they're like, Hey, this year, I don't have very many changes. I'm going to fall off. Yeah. And, you know, so I think that made us, as we got these higher clients, we started to realize like they find way more value. There's just so much more that we can do. They need more meetings. They want to pay us more. They want to offload more to us. And so naturally our shift has been like, okay, well, let's serve the people who are finding the most value from us and really, really focus on them. 
And so like for me, I've made a huge shift that like I only have one model for employees. If you're a non-business owner and you, you want some help, it's almost always people in tech with high income, high equity comp. And, you know, my minimum now for that's 9,000 a year. That'll probably keep going up over time too, as I, I get kind of get a fit for that. And then for business owners, for me, it starts at $750 a month and scales all the way up to, you know, $2,000 a month based on who they are, how many meetings they need, the complexity, et cetera. But, you know, mm -hmm. I, that's why I think we're building those courses. We don't want to forget about those early on people. I still have the $1,500, you know, one meeting, one plan model. Like we still want to help all those people. But with our ongoing model, we just have realized that like our shift is our focus is best on people who have really complex lives, who are going to need us every single year and just really value that relationship and never be like, mm, I don't really think, um, that there's know, not, I, I don't really want to think about it. it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And I don't think, I don't think like that's necessarily a bad thing either. It's just something that we realized and we're adjusting the business model to grow with because, I mean, when I first started, I had a couple of clients, it was $60 a month and we were meeting like multiple times a month and I loved it, but I also immediately not saw scalable. this is not scalable whatsoever. And it's not even not scalable. This just like, isn't even reality. Like I cannot pay myself enough money with the amount of time I'm spending to actually make this a sustainable business. Um, so we've like tried to go down that route before and it's just, it doesn't work that well. Um, but as far as clients like moving on, like I think that's honestly a good thing um, because we're teaching them alongside while we're doing the planning to be self-sustaining in the future. Like we don't want to create like reliance on us for everything. Like there's nothing like crazy magical that we're doing. We just know like the steps to take. And we have a lot of connections with other professionals to kind of like create the right plan for someone. But like you were saying, if there's not a whole lot of complexity, once you kind of get all those things set up and the system's right and the savings goals on track and the automation set, like it's kind of more maintenance at that point. And if anything like significant changes in your life, that's kind of when it makes sense to maybe reach back out and just maybe a quick call, like a couple of questions like, hey, are we still good here? And that could be like the one meeting, one plan thing. Um, but yeah, like it, it's really cool to actually see clients graduate from like coming in kind of confused about things, maybe not sure about their future. And then after working together for six months, maybe a year, like I had one client graduate at about 10 months, um, cause we got him set up with the CPA, got him set up with like their projections, their cash priorities. So he knew like what he needed to be doing for at least the next year, um, unless something crazy changed. And we just had the conversation. It was like, yeah, I think this, which was on $300 a month, this $300 a month is better going, going towards your debt than going towards us because we already have this whole entire debt payoff plan. Like nothing's really going to change here. If you just keep doing the things that we've already been doing, you're going to be fine. Like you don't need to be paying me this, this money each month to just kind of check in. Um, yeah. And kind of just like let that um, like kind of put the ball in his court. It was like, if you want to stay great, like I, I love this relationship, but we're also not trying to like keep you in this forever because you really don't need a financial planner forever if you don't have that much complexity. Yeah. And, and that's why exactly why I've made the shift is just like, I want to be with people who I want to help those people. But as my ongoing people, I want people who are like, 
I have a ton of equity comp this year. You know, I'm, I'm raising salaries really quick. We're buying rental properties. Like we're really investing in the market or we're business owners. We're growing really quickly. How much more do we pay ourselves? Like distributions, like all of these things that are going on every year with all their other life stuff. And they're like, Hey, I don't really have the time to do this. I want to offload this to somebody else. I come in, we've, you know, you help me evaluate. We make a decision and you really handle a lot of that work. And, and that's who I just think is the best for ongoing long-term anyways is like, you know, that's why I thought is like all the early people I had, they should graduate. They really should. Yeah. Then all the people I'm adding now should never graduate because they just, it's too much complexity and they just don't have any want to do it. And they don't really have the time to like the amount of hours that goes into it. And the other hard part about it too, is like, you know, it's really easy to know, like some of the things to do, but it's really hard to figure out how do we pull all the right levers and put it together into the plan that is best for that person. And then how yeah. does that change every year with tax laws and changes as life changes, as you know, the, the market changes, you know, your income changes, you start a business, like all that stuff. Yeah. And I think just both of our own career paths lead us to working with and serving business owners better because we're going down that exact same path right now with building all street and all street Academy. Um, like if we were two advisors, like under a firm and we were W2 employees, I think we might connect with W2 employees a lot better than we do with business owners right now. Like it's, it's nice getting on a call and talking with another business owner around kind of like the same, same problems or same things we're going with in the business as well. Yeah. And I, I mean, so like the shift, so right now we have a CFP on staff and we have an assistant and that's kind of like the first growth mode that we made. Um, later this year, I think as I've really started to figure out like who we work for and the, the net worth they have, tax planning is by far the most important thing that we're doing for them, like planning, tax planning, right? So Full-time hires coming on this year, starting part-time next month. Um, basically, he does tax filing, tax planning for 10 to 100 million revenue businesses, like just an expert in that space. And we're like, you know, that can add a huge amount of value to us, even though we're not going to file taxes in-house, the level of knowledge that it brings from somebody who does that for the communication, reviewing all the returns, making sure we don't make any mistakes, but then also doing all the planning for all those business owners, and then probably some of the personal CFO work, and then learn the financial planning. So that'll be coming on full-time to really focus there. And then for me, I think the next shift is, okay, well, if this is really who we're growing with these super high net worth, because like for me, I mean, like three of my last four clients total 120 million net worth. Like that yeah. is a crazy amount of net worth. <laughs> that, that's going to be a lot of investments to manage. And so the next hire that we're thinking about is, do we have an outsourced investment manager, investment advisor? Do we bring somebody in-house full-time to do it? it? And I think that'll be our next hire. And, you know, we really want to focus on our teams first. Like we want to build our client base because we know that that's first priority mm -hmm. and then figure out how do we scale all street beyond that? Like, I think right now, a lot of my thought is moving more to a family office type approach where we do, you know, 25 K to hundred K a year based on net worth. Um, we do everything for that. Like basically everything for them in house. We have all the right experts in house to help them on everything that we really need. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see if that's, the route we go, I feel like it probably is, or at least we're mm -hmm. going to move to kind of like that high fee, like work with 50 clients, build that team, and then use all of these inbound prospects that we're getting to grow all street with more advisors. Like I, I yeah. you know, I sit here and I debate whether I want to do that. And, you know, part of me is like, mm, you know, I really like all the freedom. I like not having to manage people. I like all that stuff. 
but I actually don't know if that's true. Like, it's easy to say yeah. that, but like, I like working. I like the work that I do. I like building. Like, I don't think I just want to have my team of, you know, five people have 50 clients who are really high fee, call it a day. Like, I think I'll really want to build and scale. So my thought is I'll be like, Hey, person, you're going to come in. You're an expert on doctors. Great. I will source you all these doctors. Hey, we're going to bring in somebody who just specializes in real estate. Great. I'll source you the people with real estate and just bring in these people who are like, I love planning. I'm really good at this. I'm terrible at getting clients. I don't want the anxiety of that. Pay me a good salary. I'll manage these clients. I'll do a really good job for you. And yeah. I think like as our brand builds, like, okay, this is year three of creating content. You start of year two on Twitter. Hopefully Twitter keeps up getting close to 20 new prospects a month. My thought is two years from now, if I have 50,000 followers versus 12, like maybe that's 50 to hundred prospects a month that we can source internally. Cause otherwise it's refer everybody out or it's keep them all in house can still get some revenue off of it. can still make sure that they get really good planning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of me thinks that maybe I'll, I'll move to that route. Cause I feel like I kind of like managing people more than I think about it. I don't think I'm bad at it. Um, I think I'm really, I think we have a really unique advantage to be able to hire almost anybody we want. Like I have a ton of advisors who say, please, if you ever hire at All Street, let yeah, me know. Yeah, wasn't it like 90 on. people or something applied when we were looking for the paraplanner? We had like 40 in a day, which yeah, is super nice. good. But if it was a full time hire, it'd be even easier, especially in a salary type role. And yeah. I have about four or five people that are awesome like amazing like I, i'd say they're you know maybe probably better planners than me um mm -hmm. that would they're telling me that they would love to come on and so like those are the people i really think about of like hey when we get there but we just have to scale first because i i just really yeah. don't want to grow through debt like i don't want to take on funding i don't want that added level of risk that i'd rather grow a little slower but that mm -hmm. also means like hey if i'm gonna have 50 high net worth clients Eventually, I'm going to have like 150 clients and I can source those 100 to one or two new planners that I bring on, keep my high ones. And then now new people come in and source to more and add more planners over time. Like, I just think that we need to get there yeah. revenue wise and and do it there because we're still really like, I mean, I'm not going to pretend we're not really young. Like we're I'm like 27 a, years old. Yeah. You know? And it's only There's been so a year and a half of like marketing all street and all that sort of stuff. And everything that we're doing is just going to keep compounding. Like we had one of our few um, new inbound leads come from search the other day. Um, so that's, that's one thing that I've been focused on for like the past month is just kind of like organizing our content on all street site and then um, plan like going forward to post more regularly on there. So then if anything ever happens to social media, or we just get tired of it. It's like, we still have lead flow coming in through through search and through having our website. So like really, as far as like the All Street brand goes, trying to build like really a moat around everything that we're doing, where if one thing drops off, we still have our email marketing, we still have search and we still have our webinars or whatever, all the stuff that we're doing, like we're just not reliant on one thing. And that and I think that can I work really well. I think even at the worst case, really taking advantage, which we're doing of social right now sets us up that like, you know, then if we really, really focus, which has been why I'm hiring is like number one focus is, is experience and providing really, really, really great work. Um, 
then referrals will be there. If we have already a hundred really great clients, we're going to get more than enough referrals to grow internally without any content. So like, that's always the, like the backup, I think not the backup is like, I don't really focus on referrals now. I never ask for them. I never do anything, but it would be a lever that I would pull if Twitter went away or we were struggling on social. But I also think mm-hmm. like the reps we get on, on social, like, I think I could pick any platform and create good content on now. Like I know what works. I, I just have to figure out the structure but I know what to talk about. Like whether I go to TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, like the content you want to talk about is the same. It's just how you deliver it. That has to be different. And, you know, I think we'll be just fine on that. Yeah. And, and then another level lever, which I guess I would say is the last one is paid advertisement. Like we haven't even really thought about that or touched that. And there's so many, I have so many different ideas that we could do. And I think it would just open the floodgates, but there's also really no reason to do it right now. Like, I don't think like, I don't really want to grow faster than I am right now if it's not like with the right clients. And I think you're in a position right now where you like really can't take on much more than you have at the moment. Um, But there's like so many different things that we could do from paid ads to like some sort of sponsorships, things, newsletters. I've, I've done a couple of newsletter ads for creator bread. And I mean, those, the returns on those are unbelievable. Um, I think it's a very underrated thing right now. Um, like if we wanted to like go more the creator route, like I think, I don't know what all the compliance and regulation is with like sponsoring a YouTube video or something like that. But if we had like one person do that, like I could bring in a whole new audience that has never heard of all street. And there's just a lot of stuff that we haven't done and a lot of stuff that we can do to like make it go even better. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah. We've never had to touch paid advertising it's definitely something that like sounds fun to mess with, but it's also like, we don't need any more leads right now that it's like, we just be spending money to get more than we can even currently manage. Yeah. Like we, we pull, we switched the lever from you can book a meeting to now you have to apply to meet with us. And still like everybody was like, Hey, that's probably going to reduce the amount of people you come, you have coming in. And maybe it is, but like, it's hard to know. Cause we still have, like, I looked and I have like, I had like 18 prospects on my calendar with two available slots between March and the end of May. So it's like, we don't really need any more. So if it, it puts friction and has people who are more cause people like only are more interested in working with us to do it, then I think that's good. Yeah, exactly. And I think we can make the client experience a little bit better if we're kind of in control in that people are meeting with us that should be meeting and just more communication on that front end. I think, it, I think it's a good decision for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. What else have we not necessarily talked about in here? I mean, we talked to Academy, we talked growth of all street, kind of some of the things that we're thinking. Um, um, trying to think, um, made some new updates on the website. I don't know if you've seen, that was just within like the past week or so. Um, I don't think so. Like the main tagline of the website, I made it like a typewriter effect to kind of hit on the clients that we, um, Oh, that's sick. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, trying to think of what else there's anything wow i love that um which whenever we release academy gonna update the website to focus more on like two paths it's like financial planning full service or go the academy route um because the website really hasn't changed much since the very beginning like i'm still pretty happy with it the whole structure we went from just about our all street approach which we branded from day one um, the success stories, which we had from day one, which I've been 
preaching to other advisors, like every website I'm built, I build, I'm like, you guys should probably add case studies to the website. Some do, some don't. Um, and our pricing, like it's pretty, pretty straightforward and works pretty well. I think people appreciate the transparency. Yeah, no, I love the website. I was just checking that out. That's awesome. Yeah. But other than that, I don't think, I don't think I have anything. Academy has been the the thing that's taken up a lot of my time recently. Super excited to get that out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll too. help a lot of people. Um, okay, cool. I think that's really all that I think we need to go over today. I think that's probably yeah. long enough. Hopefully I'm, I'm interested to see what the, the lessons are on this. Cause, um, yeah. I'm excited about the podcast. Like I, I'll ask everybody, like, if you haven't, please rate us. Um, we've started to get some more ratings, which is really good. And I go back and, and look at how the podcast is doing. And it says, Right now we have 283 listens in the last seven days. We have 205 Spotify followers, over 11,000 downloads. And then this last, you know, one month, I mean, we've really been killing it. I think the last one month almost has, we had 1,000, no, where's this at? From January 18th to February 16th, we had 1,200 listens. And then from February 17th till now, we had 542. So, I mean, that's like... Just under 2000 listens in six weeks. So things are going really good. Like for a little bit, I kind of debated whether to stop. But then after I did that proud mouth podcast, he was like, you'd be stupid to stop. He's like, the numbers (laughs) you're at right now are crazy. And there's all of a sudden you're going to hit inflection point pretty soon where you're going to go from like 200 a month to like 2000 an episode. Like there's always this inflection point that hits. Um, cause the, the more reps you do, the more the algorithm likes to help push it out too. And we also love it. There's just like, part of me is like, okay, well, we've talked about a topic. Can we should never do it again, but I think I need to really change my philosophy on that because not every good buddy goes back and listens to three years ago. We talked about like life insurance or like steps to setting up your finances. And it's like, I think some of my thoughts on it have changed that it's okay to retalk about some of these topics. Cause otherwise we're just going to go down like real complexity. And I think that will narrow down and kind of push some people out. So I think we're going to go all in on this. We'd love to get people's feedback and, you know, topic ideas if they really want us to, but I think the focus moving forward still is like bring on amazing guests. Like, I think that's what Twitter's brought me a really awesome community. I engage with people. I'm like, dude, hop on my podcast. Like let's have, you know, a good conversation on X, Y, and Z. And I think that's Mm -hmm. been super fun. I also think it's like, I've learned so much and it's also helped me get connected to people who now like, Hey, I got X problem. You know, I'm thinking about some ownership buy of a business right now. And I just had on David Walsh, who's, you know, an expert in that. And, you know, he's going to give me free time today to go talk through it. Like the, the value it's also provided me and my education and my connections has been like awesome. Yeah. It's huge. Um, but yeah, I guess like for Academy, if whoever the first five um, yep. can send us a message on Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever, um, and we'll get that sent over to you whenever you get that finished. Should be should be sometime yeah. April, May, sometime before college graduation this year. Yeah, perfect. Well, cool. That's a great way to end it. Reminding people to message us. We'll get you on there. We'd love to get your feedback. Don't be too mean or critical. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're excited. Um, So Trayton, thanks for having back on today, man. This was awesome. Everybody go give us a like and share this and subscribe um, and leave a review. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye.